All right, everybody, at this time, I want to welcome you to your one-stop shop for all things music, sports, entertainment, and so much more. Much more. I want to welcome you to the Fourth Wall Cast. Cast. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. Today, Junior. But to be the man, you got to beat the man. And I'm saying, woo, right here, right here. Introducing your hosts. First, he's filling prescriptions for your pop culture consumption. Let's give it up for Doc Oz. I once brought a jackass and a honeycomb into a brothel. I am Iron And now, at this time, introducing to you the host with the most, the baby face of podcasting. Let's make some noise for J.C. Bones. 60% of the time, it works. Every time. That doesn't make sense. No, myself is an artist. I'm just a musical prostitute, my dear. It's time to make it pop with the fourth wall cast. What up, fam? Welcome to your one-stop shop for all things sports, music, entertainment, and so much more. Welcome to the Fourth Wall Cast. Bless you, Doc. I am your host you. with the most, the baby face <laughs> of podcasting, JC Bones, and I am accompanied by my two tag team partners. First, introducing number three in the booth, number one in your hearts, ladies and gentlemen, John Grill, Mr. Smarky, as we call him. How hello, dare you? hello. How dare you introduce him first? Well, I'm hello, sorry, hello. but when he's here, it's a rare occasion, How so I, I, I skip you, man. I have been on every show for the past month and a half. Uh, Touche. Quarantine life. Quarantine life. Inappropriate. Um, oh, yeah. And anyways, now introducing... What's up? What's up, everyone? How the, are you? The, uh, I hope Smarky, everyone's having great a great to day. Have you. Smarky, you. some good news. Uh, since the last time we spoke, Lakewood has not been in the headlines. At least they not have that I've seen. today. Oh, t- <sighs> no, they, they shut down the uh, they shut down the place. They, they no, they're gonna they, get the no. All right, so yet all right. Yesterday, Inside a guy got a summons. A guy who runs a school got a summons because he opened a school for people to play basketball. Mm. And then today, the FBI raided a warehouse. Oh my! What are they doing? Just congregating in the warehouse? I don't know. Unbelievable. <laughs> All right, well, on that note, either way, Smarky, it's good to have you. Looking forward to getting into the rest of uh, Future Shock, Starcade 1989 with you today. I'm loving this, guys. I really am. Right? And this is going to keep getting better. Doc and I have a long laundry list of WCW for you to watch. Uh, And I guess before we start, I should introduce that other guy we have in the booth. Uh, He is normally my right-hand man. He's tall, dark, and handsome. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, give it up for the lovely Doc Haas. What's up, Doc? What up, baby? How you doing? Now, this is usually when I when I insert the uh, audience booze into the track, where the audience is booing you. <laughs> I've heard things. You've heard things. I've heard things. I've heard things when I when, when I when I've been listening. I've heard things. I take note. I remember. I don't uh, forget. 
So I have to ask you before we get into the show, guys, are you guys excited for the reopening of America? No. No. As 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 was there been an official announcing of the reopening of America? Like no, was, not I, mean, I know, yet, I, know no. Murphy, I know Murphy said he was going to do some plan this week. He was going to announce at some point this week. No. I'm assuming York, he hasn't done it. Yet. New York and New Jersey will be the last two states to open up. They are opening up Georgia on Friday of this week. We're recording this on Wednesday, uh, so you're listening to this Sunday. So Georgia would have already reopened as of Friday, and I believe one. So other real state, quick, hold on. Yeah. If Georgia is opening, does that mean that NWA can tape again? It depends on, what, so. on what their what their restrictions are. I again, everyone's yep. doing a slow reopening, so it depends on what each state comes to. Uh, crazy times, but one thing that we are here to talk about is some old school pro wrestling and get Smarky's take as we venture through the years of WCW. So, fourth wall fam. Hop onto your WWE network, go to your WCW pay-per-views, and search for the 1989 Starcade Future Shock pay-per-view. Uh, we are this is part two of our two-part episode. Uh, so we are starting halfway through. We are at one hour and twelve minutes. So once you open up the video, set your cursor to zero one zero. I'm sorry, zero one one two zero zero. It'll be a picture a far view uh, of the ring and the ramp and the stage as well. So, um, quick question. And I've, I've only used Wikipedia as a source for this because I don't even know where I would even find further information on Starcade 1989 besides Wikipedia. Subscribe but, to the Wrestling Observer. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> you know, but uh, I, just, I just don't feel like it. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I subscribe to The Athletic. That's more my, my thing when it comes to subscription services. Athletic's a great, great Dude, The talk. Athletic is Awesome. I love it. That's, that's not you a know blog I mean. anymore. That's a that's a freaking that's our full on sports website, man. Yeah. They're freaking awesome. But anyway, um anybody ever figure out the point system for this? And does anybody know who's actually winning right now? <laughs> uh right at this point, if I remember correctly, there is a three way tie in the singles. Luger, Sting, and Flair all Flair. have twenty. Because they've all won at least one match and have 20 points. Uh, okay. In the tag division, I believe it's neck and neck with the Steiners and the Legion of Doom. But I think Steiners have have won up on Legion of Doom because they actually have a pinfall. Yes. So, they also they won twice. They beat the, the, they beat the Real Warriors. Yes, and they, they, were, they pinned them, and that was a big thing. Cornette was talking about that. Right. That was a big thing where right. the Road Warriors normally don't get pinned. So, so let's do a quick verbal recap. This is I think we should give a quick verbal recap. So okay. the Steiners, the, the opening match, so the Steiners uh, defeat Doom by countout. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, Luger then defeated Sting. Uh, it doesn't say it doesn't say on this page whether how he won, but let's see. He defeated Sting. Uh, Road Warriors defeated Doom. Ric Flair defeated the Great Muda. Oh, I love that man. Steiner yeah. Brothers defeated the Road Warriors. And then Sting defeated the Great Muda. Yep. And the new Wild Samoans. Well, hold on. A- that, that's, a- hold on. That's the match we're going to watch now. 
That's the match we're watching that, now. Yeah, we're watching the, oh, new, okay. it's the new Wild Samoans and Doom, I believe, is the next match. Okay, okay, we're going there yeah, now. No, that's that's where. Well, I thought you said we were starting a Luger Flair. Oh yeah, we didn't yeah, watch that, this match. That, yeah, you're that right. That was my mistake last week, but I you're right. There was a big right. match before that. So yeah, so we're going to start off with the, the new just keep it cape, babe. the new Wild Samoans taking on oh Doom. God. The new Wild Samoans <laughs> is a reminder. For those of you that are not old school WCW fans, is Samu and Fatu. Samu has a different name, though. Uh, I think in WCW, I don't. Uh, the Samoan Savage. Uh, the Samoan Savage. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. And oh, and Doc, remember how last last week we thought that their manager was um, Captain Albano? It's, it's not. It's Oliver Humperdinck. Oliver Humperdinck. I know. Was, <laughs> really? Yes. Oliver yeah, I looked Humperdinck. into it after I was listening to the show this week. I was like, that wasn't Captain Lou. I know yeah. it wasn't. Yep. And we weren't sure about it, so I didn't really care. I was like, is that Captain Lou? I think that's Captain Lou. Because <laughs> I know Captain Lou managed them as the head shrinkers. But then I, thought, right. I don't think Captain Lou ever left WWF. He was never I think in he was always loyal with them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, there was something else I wanted to uh, bring up in this. I lost my train. Oh, I wanted to ask Smarky, how are you liking WCW so far? So I got to be honest with you. I am actually loving it. Um, it's great to see a lot of these guys that I never got to see, like in their early days. Um, and um, did you say lining it or you liking said, it? You said lining. I said liking it. Oh, because I, I mistyped <laughs> it in the chat. I thought you were making fun of me. Um, so I, I like did it. And I really say lining it. No, I don't think so. No. Um, <laughs> Like, it's just really cool to see a lot of these guys, like, outside of WWF's weird creative. Their way of right. doing business. Of, right. And it's, it's yeah. even the matches, I mean, uh, John, I'm sure you could, you could agree now from watching these old school matches. It's all about the wrestling. It's all about the, 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 um, the technicalities they do in the ring, the, 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 the floor movements, the storytelling. And we mm -hmm. mentioned it last week. It's just nonstop action. It's one match after another after another. So as you know, um, and I say this on my podcast with you guys and whenever I guest anywhere else or talk about wrestling, that I'm a huge AEW mm -hmm. and NWA fan because guess what? They wrestle right. in the ring. All about wrestling. Right. The athleticism is just so important in, in this late 80s and early 90s WCW. That's why you had guys like Ron Simmons and why you had guys like, you know, like really run shop. Cause that guy was an athlete. Yeah. He was a great athlete. Even Ric Flair was a really good, he was a great athlete. He moved really well in the ring. Right. You had to be athletic to get over down there. And it was just made for a different brand because of him. And look at what sting was like back then. Oh my yeah. goodness. Yep. It's a shame that we only saw sting as whatever he was in WWF. Yeah, if, yeah, if I mean that's if he I don't even came to WWE when he was younger, there would have been a much oh, sorry, WWE. we would have much uh, seen a much different thing. I um, it's I think they had one chance to do Sting Taker, and they blew and they it. Blew it. Well, they, apparently they Sting Triple H instead. Yeah. Well, apparently it's happening. Yeah, and well, I, well, I guess it's it might happening be cool every year. I guess it might be cool if it was like a cinematic match, maybe. Yeah. I think if it's not going to be a cinematic match, it needs to be a tag with like, um, with uh, Bray and that new guy in NXT. Oh, Dexter yeah, Loomis. Dexter Loomis, yes. What the uh, fuck is that guy about? That guy is fucking awesome. I would doesn't blink. What a character! He he legitimately doesn't blink. 
You know, it would be cool to have them do like a, just a network special sting taker. That's the special. And like one match, right? One match. You do a pre-show before it. Talk about the match. Maybe you do one, maybe you do a one match undercard, you know? No, no, you know what? No, just just one match. Just That's it. Just them. that. You could you talk you, you about could, it. You could fill up time talking about their histories, how they're both icons, yeah, right? For, for their then, companies and things like that. Yeah. But the match has to be uninterrupted. Agreed. Yeah, you can't have commercials and shit like that, like Gargano Champa was. That was Agreed. tough. With the Don't game. even remind me about that. Well, that was talk, tough with the commercials. Talking about uninterrupted. Luckily, these pay per views are uninterrupted, unlike some of the ones we watch nowadays, because there's commercials pop up here and there for sponsors and things like that. But not in 89. 89, we're going to continue watching Starcade, and we're going to watch the last hour and a half or, or so uninterrupted with no commercials. You guys ready? Warren. I'm ready. All right, so we're going 3-2-1 or 3-2-1 go? I'm going to say 3-2-1 play. When I say play, we're all going to press play. So all on right. my count, 3-2-1 play. Uh, and Good old. We got good old JR. We, we got Terry Funk. We got Jim Corbett. Oh, someone's got volume going on right Such now. Such a young, young, young Jack Pex right now and Gary Hart, but that gum looks good. Even Terry Funk's still looking pretty young here. Right. Jim Cornette. Cornette looks exactly the same. Strangely enough, we'll go to the Wild Samoans. They have not wrestled yet, and the Steiners have the lead 35 to 20 over the Road Warriors. Exactly right. We've seen the Steiners beat Doom by count to gain 15 points. We've seen the Road if you looked up, if you looked up Oklahoma, here's some scores. If you looked up Oklahoma in the dictionary, it would totally be a picture of Jim Ross. He is the most Oklahoma thing ever. And my father, University of Oklahoma grad. I wonder if Jim Ross knows the Tiger King. So, <laughs> so wait, so that just said, so Legion of Doom is up over Steiners, right? Legion of Doom has 20, Steiners have 15. I think you said right that wrong. Steiners 20. Oh, okay. I probably got that wrong. I gotta say hi to RVD and Matt Riddle again. Did you see RVD's live stream on Instagram on the 20th? No, I did not. With his girlfriend who I... Oh my god. She's an and we've got another great tag team event. Our first look at the Wild Samoans. Let's go back down to Gary Capetta. Is this their debut? No, it's their first match of the night. I don't think it's their debut. Oh, and as I was saying earlier, fam, for those of you that don't know, so as I mentioned, the team is consisting of the Samoan Savage, who was later known as Samu, and the head trainers in WWS, and his partner is Fat Two, who later on in his career becomes Rikishi, who is the cousin of The Rock. Oliver Humperdinck is Big Kahuna. The Big Kahuna. Very Capital Albano esque, I would think. So, yeah, so this is a very young Rikishi who went on to have a, a great career. Oh my God. R Rikishi. That is not Mark Calloway. <laughs> no, that is not. So, Nitron and Woman. Yep. Nitron is played by Tyler Dane, who played Sabretooth in the original X Men movie. Those masks just look so uncomfortable. You know, I, I feel bad for the commentators because 
Doom, they're not, their names are not Ron Simmons and Butch Reed. They're called Doom 1 and Doom 2. But it is so right. difficult to differentiate who is who unless you're looking at that armband. Well, they're similar the builds. Pad, I mean. Yeah, they're both I think, I think, I think Ron Simmons is the more jacked one, if I'm He's not mistaken. He's more defined than Butch's. Right. The natural. The natural Butch Reed. He was awesome in early WWF. Now you're never going to get the best of woman. She's probably told Doom now. Go out uh, there. Doing the oh, nice. I haven't seen that. So. There we go. They're praying to the gods or something. I don't know what they're doing. But I always love that how Samoans always bring Oliver that the, the, the tradition into, uh, into wrestling. He's definitely dressed like Captain Lou Albano. Can we right? just throw that out there? Yep. Yeah. That's, a com- that's a completely okay thing to mistake that <laughs> Oliver Humperdinck and Captain Lou Albano there. Guys, look at Rikishi. Right? Not Look at how – it's crazy. Look at how fit they are. You know, Rikishi, but again, he put on the weight, but he was able to keep his weight. He wasn't – Oh, he put he on the move. weight for his character, and he did well with that, unlike his other relative, Yokozuna, who just oh, got too just out of hand. That's just a sad story. It was really sad with that because Yokozuna could have been great, but he just didn't I know mean, how to control his weight. It's, it's really weird. There's no – Middle ground in the family. Oh, that's a lie. There is a middle ground there, but like either they're all super fit. That ref was in the wrong fuck. What the fuck is he doing? Why does the ref keep walking in between them? All right, anyway. but you know you have like Kishi, Kuzuna, Rosie. Right. Um, who really has, you know, they, they can move, but they, you know, they're bigger guys. But then you have Rock, Roman, and even had Snooker, Jimmy Snooker, was, uh, he was a fit guy. Well, yeah. So, but the, the middle ground would be, the middle ground would be, um, like Naya, because she's in shape. And um, what's her name? Oh, what's his name? Who pa- who's the oh Umaga? Umaga. Yeah. Right. Hey, and there's the one. So, so um, can you lower your I'm volume on your TV? Yeah, sure. I'm sorry. Thank you. Yo, woman is wearing way too much red. Whatever that is. Better. Better. Thank you. So I'm looking up some stuff on the new wild Samoans. The Samoan Savage is apparently not Samu. It's another of the oh, Samoan. Apparently, Tonga Kid. No shit, that's Tonga is Kid. Is that really Tonga Kid? That's what okay. That's what I'm being told by Wikipedia right now. So this was, yeah, this is Wikipedia. Look so, at this, headbutt. Look at this was, headbutt fight. Tonga Kid was tag partners with uh, Snooka for a while too. Or at least yeah. they went so. on the road together for a while. So, all right. So this is Tonga Kid that just came in earlier. So earlier in this, so earlier in 1989, they were they were around in 1989. They've been around for a while. This is the first time we just see him tonight. But earlier in '89, they were managed by Heyman. Really? Hmm. Yeah, or Paulie Dangerously. Guys. And then they we brought in Hopper Nate. And now that no sell. And then they were. Bolstered by the addition of the Samoan Savage, who was Fatu's brother, but not Samu. Oh my god! 
I'll tell you, man. That family can move. No matter what their size, they can all freaking move. Oh, they're just, I mean, they're, they're, they're so athletic, the Samoan, like Samoan folks, man. They really are. All the football players, all the, all the wrestlers. They're all just big, they're big people. They're strong and they're athletic and. They're just bred to do this. It's just crazy. So much That's talent from is. such yeah. a little island. And one family. Yeah. The, the, the Anoa'i family is uh, the Guerrero family. You have so many big families that were just born into the hearts. into this sport, the Hart family, into this sport, into this industry, you know, the pro wrestling industry there. And they've done so much and they're going to keep doing things, you know, because even now, even now their kids, their grandkids are all already training and ready to uh, continue the-, the family's legacy. Who's the cousin, the Anai cousin who was in the cruiserweight? I think he's in MLW. Really big hair. Um, um, yeah, he, he's the current uh, champion. He, he's a fat two also. He's uh, young. Jacob fat two. <laughs> he can I hear his voice. Jacob fat two, and he is Tonga Kid's son. I can't remember his name, though. Jacob fat two, I believe. No, that's not what he goes by. Hold on, I'll find it. Yeah, you're the one who does the research. Yeah, my bad. Research guy. Get it together. So who's in the ring now? This is this is Tonga Kid. It's Yeah, this, this is, I believe, is the Samoan. Yeah, it's, it's the Samoan Savage, I believe. You know, for us who also know Ron Simmons from his long career as Ron Simmons and Farouk, you could, you could just look at his jaw and you know that that's Ron Simmons. What, what was that move there? Like, I don't like even know what that was. He just, like, <laughs> fell back. I don't know. Ooh. Dennis Eckersley is doing a terrible job at refing this match. Yeah, he's... This guy is terrible. Yeah, he's really bad. Oh, here, Sean Maluda. Maluda, that's what... That's his real name? Yeah. He's, so there's no fat too. All right, I'm making all this shit up then. So he's no... no so who's, who's he related to in the Inouye family? He is the nephew of Afa. Afa. From the, from the Afa. Head Shrinkers. Or from the Wild Samoans. The original Wild Samoans. Afa right. was the um, manager of the Head Shrinkers. He was. Yeah. So, wait, who'd you say? Which Fatu? J- Jacob Fatu. All right, so John and Josh are the Usos. Right. There is no. Are we really trying to figure out this moment? Like, I'm looking know, at the bro. I'm looking at the family tree right now. Well, there is a Jacob <laughs> Fatu. I know that's Tonga Kid's son. Maybe Jacob Fatu doesn't isn't in wrestling. Jake, Jacob Fatu is a wrestler. Um, he is an MLW. He's now, part okay. of Contra Unit. He is in the same generation as the Usos. Okay. And, okay. and wasn't yeah. he the one that was on Raw that one time with Roman? And he got like he got. Squashed by um. Fuck, who the hell was it? Uh, I think Wait, like, how old? Didn't Brock? How old are Roman's kids? Like, Roman's like, Roman has like a young daughter, doesn't he? They're super young, super yeah. super young, right? Yeah. And didn't they just announce his wife's pregnant again? Or am I making yeah. that up? Guys, you know what's crazy about this? Roman Reigns is in a generation before the Usos. Oh Roman, yeah. Roman's generation. He's in the Roman. He's in the generation of Rosie and Yokozuna and Umaga. Oh, wow. He's just younger. And actually, Rikishi too. They're all in the same 
generation, although the Usos obviously were in WWE before Roman, I think. I mean, I think they might be even older than Roman, if I'm not mistaken. So, Josh, I don't I don't remember which one is the older one. Um, all right, so the Fat Two Brothers, they're twins, right? So they're 34, and... I think Roman's about 34, too. Roman is... 34. Yeah. yeah so but eight. a generation before. Well, yeah, she, he's just young for that. He's the, a younger member of that generation. Ooh. So Tonga Kid. Here we go. So Jim Ross is awesome. Yeah, and this like, I love when I love when Jim Ross like when four guys get in a ring in a tag match and Jim Ross just starts freaking out. It's one of my favorites. Yep. Wait, how do they wait? How do they get the win? That was the pin. He would even he like rolled. He wasn't even a pin. That wasn't a pin. That was that a little so rough. It's a terrible. Man, dude's getting buried in this freaking match. In this yeah. in this night, they're getting. They haven't just, won once. They, they Which is a shame replay. because they're both of them are fantastic wrestlers. Oh, woman is so angry. Look at that face. <laughs> I just can't stop laughing. Like an Oliver Humperdinck. <laughs> Look at that hair on woman. A lot of hairspray. Hey, man, it's the '80s, bro. You could have set that hair on fire. All right, here. Let's watch. Let's see what happened. How this happened. So off the ropes, shoulder block. And the big kahuna pushes him on top of him. Oh, oh Oliver Humperdinck. Now pull from the headbutts. Okay. okay. I think, head, I think they were That's playing so, as a, Okay. That, that, they're playing that off. Okay, I got you. I, don't, I can't tell which member of Doom got pinned, but he, he like rolled out of it. Oh, yeah, the Road Warriors are up. Oh, wait, let's see. Oh, yeah, the Steiner Brothers Steiner, are up. Because they, yeah. the, they have the, they have the 15. 15 yeah. 30, they got 15 40. because it was, they won by a countdown. Count I think. Yeah. Right? I guess you get 15 for a countout win and 20 for a pin. 20 for a pin or submission. Okay. I guess. Gentlemen, did we talk about who woman actually is? Woman is Nancy, at this time, Nancy Sullivan. Sullivan, yeah. She was married to Kevin's, the taskmaster, Kevin Sullivan, who I believe at this time, Doc, I might be wrong, was already booking for WCW? Yeah, I think he was. um, Yeah, this is where it gets a little creepy. Hmm. She's Nancy Sullivan Benoit. Oh, I know that. And then eventually. You didn't know that? I did not. Oh, you oh, didn't yeah. know that. Oh, oh I thought you knew. Know I didn't oh, watch yeah. Dark Side of the Ring yet. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. Well, you don't have to watch Dark Side to know these things. Well, you also didn't watch WCW. So, yeah, so, so you would never you back would have in know. 1992, yeah. the, the Pegasus Kid uh, from New Japan, which was Chris Benoit, signed with WCW. And at the time, Kevin Sullivan was the booker. And okay. Kevin Sullivan took a liking to Benoit at times and, and booked him pretty well. Uh, and then they eventually had a storyline together. And uh, the re- the rumor is not the rumor, but people say that Kevin Sullivan wrote a storyline that involved his own divorce, because that oh was God. where Nancy Sullivan and Benoit got together, and then she left Kevin and ended up with Benoit. Oops, guys! Jesus Christ! Both of these guys in, the, in their prime with the belts is just in great awesome. shape here. Yep. And the, the shot, too, from the camera, Look. this looks great on the stage. I love the stage, too. We talked about that last week, Doc. That's a, it's just such a great stage. It's simple, yeah. but it's effective. Did, what do you think? I, I, obviously, we know Luger had his issues with steroids. It doesn't look like Rick did steroids. 
I don't think Rick Rick's only vice was drinking. And cocaine. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> uh, Sullivan was not booking. Sullivan didn't start booking until the nineties. Guys. Okay, so can we right talk about we how booking. I miss belts with actual clips on them? I hate the mm-hmm. new Velcro belts. The Velcro belts? Yeah. Was it was it I think Hurd was the head booker during this time. Is either Hurd or I think Dusty Rhodes. Would have been no Dusty Rhodes eighty nine. He might have been in WWF in eighty nine. And it all blurs together so much for so long ago. Eighties decade flair prove best. There's a weird sign. Nice grammar. So what does that was the sign? Not upside, down. Oh, upside down. Upside down. <laughs> all right. So what? So that's the U.S. title. Yes. Yes. And. That is the, the and that's that is the United States title as defended in WWE today. Is it really? That's the exact lineage. Yep. This is the one. That's the one. That's. Oh, check that! Yeah, Flair. So Flair's like a like a, I think like a five or six time United States champion. It's been a belt since it's, it's older than the Intercontinental title, the United States title. My no God, is he back. over here? Yeah, the, My the U.S. God title dates over. back to the NWA. Yep, it's it's, it's WCW's and the NWA's equivalent to the Intercontinental title. Yep. Well, WCW is still part of the NWA at this point, right? Yes. Point, yes, those are still those are still the NWA's titles. Mm-hmm. The split didn't happen until '91. I don't if I'm if I, if I can look at this right. guy in a red hat. Oh my God. <laughs> He's going nuts. Oh, okay. So the four horsemen, I guess, are, are are over right now, huh? The four horsemen, I mean, were pretty much like like DX, a DX style thing where they were booked as heels, but they wound up getting over his faces as time went on because they were just so damn good and they were funny. And how could you not love Ric Flair? Like it was one of those things where they were supposed to be heels and. They were heels when they were they were definitely heels when they were feuding with Dusty Rhodes in the mid eighties. We'll get to those. We'll get to that at some point in your in your trip through WCW. Is that when they break his arm or leg or yeah, something? Yeah, and they break his leg. Yeah, now, oh, that that was a great, great feud and a great that was still, of matches. And that was still Ole Arn uh yeah, Blair and Tully, right? Yeah, Ole, it was still Ole, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wyndham, I believe Wyndham came in like the mid eighties, mid to late eighties was Wyndham. So Lex is Lex is a heel here, huh? Yes. Oh yeah. Especially putting him up against Ric Flair at this time. Anyone, anyone could be a heel. If you like, I said this was Flair. 1989 was one of the best years of Flair's career. <clears throat> yep. Best year. I can't wait. Flair's I can't career. wait to watch. I can't wait to watch the Steamboat matches with you, dude. I've heard legends of these matches. Hey guys. And this is Luger in his prime too. Yeah. Hey guys, I just farted. Nice. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. I wish. Look at the wrestling. I heard it. Now, all right. So, Smarky, <laughs> Lex Luger. Do you remember Lex Luger really wrestling like this in WWE? No, no he wasn't WWF? allowed. Yeah, he wasn't. They didn't put him in the ring with like Bret Hart or or Shawn Michaels. You know, to. I don't remember him ever. He didn't wrestle Shawn Michaels, right? He wouldn't have wrestled Bret Hart because. Vince wouldn't do face for his face back then. He would never. They, they completely messed up Lex, man. They, oh they, man, the Lex Express was terrible. And they, even before that, man, the narcissist. Come yeah. on. But wait a second, Doc. What remind? Refresh my memory. What happened after the Royal Rumble when both Lex and Brett went over the top? 
Didn't they, they, they didn't they, have a they, match? No, they remember they had the dual main the the the, the, the three title match the two title matches at WrestleMania right, ten. Okay. Doing yep. Brett Owen because they did Brett Owen, so Brett would have to wrestle two matches, just That's like right. Luger would potentially have to wrestle two matches. And he won like he had he had he lose to Yokozuna by disqualification or something. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Which was so. I mean, why why did Brett have to beat Yokozuna? Brett no, was like, dirty such a better finishes. Yeah. No dirty finishes. Yeah. Oh, and, and, and I remember if you watch WrestleMania 10. I mean, I, I believe there's bullshit chance galore, and the crowd was very. It was WrestleMania oh. 10, despite the two great matches. The rest of the card was very subpar. Oh yeah, guys, guys, I was there. I remember my mom telling me to hold my ears. <laughs> <laughs> Jonathan, you should not be listening to these naughty words. Although my dude, my mom, my mom's been a pro wrestling fan since she was a kid. My my grandfather was bringing her. Your mom does pro wrestling. That's nice. a true story. I mean, she lived in New York City. My grandfather would let her go see. You know, she they'd go to see Bruno, and all them. And like, like she was getting into it. She was so excited for that ladder match. That ladder match yeah. is fucking iconic. Yeah, it's Classic. it. Did, it's Not. Such- not the first ladder match was uh, Brett and Sean in a uh, house match. Yep. Up in, I believe up show. in White Plains or Yonkers or something yeah. like that. Uh, it was Poughkeepsie. It was Poughkeepsie. at the uh, mid. Come on, man. The Mid Hudson Civic Center. I believe. I thought that was in um, White Plains. Nope. Oh, There's okay. no arena in White Plains that I know of. I know, that, I've been to Better is because the next the next G League play, team plays in White Plains. Who fucking cares about the G League? Or they have played there's obviously an arena of a basketball team plays there. It's probably the size of the one attached to my school. Yeah, well, you can do house shows there. WWF could run house shows there in, in 1990. Look at Flair's hair. I know we talked about this last time, but look at that mane, dude. I mentioned it it's, before. It's amazing. Dude, it, oh, it's like, so it's, perfect. The, the color is like... I just want to rub my face in it. You are <laughs> disgusting. Yeah, you'd probably... You'd probably Get high or something from the amount of cocaine. Right. What's your secret, dude? What kind cocaine? of conditioner do you use? Do you cocaine? think if I asked Ric Flair what kind of conditioner he used in 1989 if I tweeted it to him or something? Oh, he would answer? I wonder if he would remember. <laughs> do you, you think know, Ric Flair uses You would get a better answer if you tweeted like Charlotte. And asked her to ask Ric Flair? <laughs> Excuse me, Charlotte. What is the... Uh, the family conditioner plan. Uh, what do you guys use? <laughs> I checked it out. Rick's hair in '89, and what a sight to see! Sure, I'm watching Future Shock, and your dad's hair is amazing. <laughs> so, Charlotte, like, what the hell's Future Shock? <laughs> well, guys, riddle me this: Was this the only one called Future Shock? Yeah, this was like, like a one-off thing. You gotta be a pretty hardcore WCW fan to like get get into some of these. Like, this is, I feel like, one of the more obscure Starcades. This is also one of the longest matches of the night so far. Yes, yeah, it has. Compared to everything else. I, well, I mean, this is one. This has got to be one I mean, of the marks. I don't know if it is. Don't forget, they all have the same time limit, though. Aren't they all 20-minute time limits? Yeah, but none of them have gone. None of them have gone to draw yet. No, none of them have gone to the draw, but there was one match that we actually heard them call for, like, the five-minute warning or whatever, right. two-minute warning. I wonder. I think it's either 15 or 20, and I wonder if um, you get points for a draw. No, I think at that point it's just neither neither participant gets a point. Yeah. Okay. Woo! Look at that so. slap. Hey guys, let's take a minute and take a selfie. And now play with an arm bar. So, 
I, I meant to mention this before, but we were in the middle of something. But um, these two have absolutely abused Nick Patrick. <laughs> well, Luger's a heel and Ric Flair's Ric Flair. For sure. They were just pushing him around, and it was hilarious. Oh, my goodness. Chopped to the ground. Yeah, this was definitely Luger in his prime. Yeah, it's a shame See, we never he, got he to really, see this Luger he, in WWF. Yeah, he really could work, man, in, in the late 80s and early 90s, man. He really could. You could have put him in, like you said before, man, uh, HBK, Bret Hart. He could have had some great feuds. You could have put him in a feud with Undertaker, and it would have worked. Oh, my you goodness. Know? That would have been a great feud. And if they were doing garbage with Taker during that time, yeah. feuding him with, like, Giant Gonzalez. Kamala. And Papa Shango. And Papa, Papa Shango. Shango. No, no, no. Listen, that casting match with Mid-Card. Stop. That casket match with Kamala was amazing. That that was the I first casket match, wasn't it? I think so. I think that was the first casket match because then after that, it was the Yoko. Only, I yeah, think was the second one. Yeah, Yoko. The only legit feud he had was Yokozuna. That was like the only yeah. top of the card feud around he had. this time, the early nineties. Around yeah. that time, and then and, and once and he was done with that, match he ended. Ended. remember how that casket match ended? Oh, with all the wrestlers yeah. coming out and throwing yep. Taker in, and yep. that, that was Taker. Taker was hurt. He took a break, I think. And that, that he was didn't what, come back until Oh man, when did he come back after that? He didn't wrestle at WrestleMania 9 Mm-mm. I'm pretty sure he oh, wasn't Summer, Wasn't Summer it Slam. SummerSlam? Because then they had two Undertakers? That was SummerSlam 94 I think Taker I think they brought the fake Taker back first mm-hmm. Like the Million Dollar Man Taker? No, he came, no. came back and he feuded at the Royal Rumble 94. I think that was the one where, isn't that the one where he like did the promo from inside the casket and then went up into like and then he the rafter? Behind the Titan Tron, yeah, yeah. Yeah, behind the Titan yes. thing. Was that Royal Rumble 94? Those Royal Rumbles, man, they all meld together then. The ones that uh, that Shawn Michaels won. Yeah. And that whole, that whole 93, 94, 95. That is my favorite pay per view of all time. The Royal Rumble. That was 94. The 94 Rumble was the Yokozuna thing. Mm-hmm. I love the Royal Rumble regardless. I love them all. That would make sense because SummerSlam 94 was Undertaker versus Undertaker. So that would make sense. That was a lazy uh, cover. Oh, small yeah. package. Uh, you know, just watching, there have been so many false finishes. and uh, It's such a good match. Good match. He's got the two generals. And, and, and you don't <laughs> and, see Luger. And this is not, nothing against out. against Luger's talent in the ring, but like, how often do you say, "Well, that was a good match," and Luger was in the match, right? You know, he doesn't have again nothing against him. He just was never put in good feuds where he was able to. Like these two are telling a story, you know. And these two never even had a long feud or a rivalry together, but they they look so fucking good in the match. You know why? Because WCW at this time was allowing the wrestlers to wrestle. Well, that was their that was their thing. That was the thing. That was what made them different from WWF. Yep. And they had enough money and talent to stay alive when WWF was buying up the territories to make it, you know, into make it to 2001, which was about 10 years longer, 10 plus years longer than any other promotion made it when WWF Vince went to take everything over. You know, Smarky, I cannot wait. Now that you're seeing like the early stages of WCW, and we're going to show you some more and try to try to stick to a chronological order, 
I mean, I know we started with the first Nitro. I don't mind like, that sticking to a chronological order. No, we don't have like, Yeah, know? I like hopping You want to skip bit, around? Yeah. All yeah, right, I well, like yeah. hopping around. Well, fuck my idea, then, right, guys? That's Good cool. Stuff. Thanks. Yo, who, who, who's in charge of this show, Doc? I mean, I kind of came up with the list, so I feel like I've kind of been <laughs> running this segment. Yeah, because, you know, you never consulted with me on the list. Damn. So, just I'm saying. <laughs> no, but anyway, but smart. Whatever you I, just said. It cut out for me, and it probably sucked anyway. So no, it's cool. I'm happy. You, you could, when you listen to the episode this week, and you'll be able to hear what I said. Okay. It'll be around, it'll be around the forty minute mark. But anyway, Smarky. So it's going to be interesting to see your take on comparing WCW now in the early wow uh, late '80s to early '90s. Sorry, to, that was a really close fall. To when Vince Russo took over, and when we show you Uncensored 2000. When you have guys in the NWO, which is like Kevin Nash, Jeff Jarrett, Bret Hart, and Scott Steiner, like that was your NWO in 2000. The NWO got weird. It's it's gonna oh, be so crazy to see to have One someone who hasn't seen this evolution yeah. watch the evolution of the of the company. It's gonna be so cool to get your takes on this. One of the things you're gonna see is that the uh, NWO, you know, lived about three or four years longer than it should have. Yep. That's because that was a dying breed after a while, and they just wouldn't let a, um, a, a what is it, a sleeping dog lie or whatever the, the term is, or don't shoot a dead horse. They yeah, were that's shooting it. a dead horse is what they were doing. Yeah, that went on for much longer. I do know that. Man, Lex looked great, man. Like, I think if NWO didn't go on as long as it did in WCW, I think when they rejuvenated NWO in WWE, it would have had a different impact at that time. Oh, the thing with NWO and WWE is they rejuvenated it and it had some buzz. And then they just and then they just turned Hogan face immediately. Well, yeah, they, yep. they, yeah, Hogan versus Rocket Mania did not go how they wanted. Nash kept getting injured, he kept blowing out his quads, and Hall still had an addiction. Right? Yeah. So like, Hall, dude, yeah. Hall Scott Hall Stone Cold match is one of the most one of the worst WrestleMania matches ever. Yep. Yep. Yeah, because he couldn't come to work sober. And, and Stone Cold was hurting too. Yep. Stone Cold, Stone Cold needed to be with somebody at that point that could work with him, you know. Yeah. And Scott Hall knees, was right? Not not his knees yeah. and his neck. Yep. Yeah. That was at the tail end of Stone Cold's career. Yeah, and then Imagine, that, that might have been that might have been his last WrestleMania match. That was, if I remember correctly, I believe. No, no, 19, no, 19, no, 19, 19 was Rock Austin yes. three. 19 was Rock Austin three, right? But uh, <coughs> but even WWE even took NWO to like. They went over the line where you had guys like Goldust, Booker T, X-Pac, Big Show, Shawn Michaels in the NWO. It's like... Yeah, it got a little you know, weird. It, it gets weird when they just start throwing... And that's what WCW was, did. Like, literally everyone was, on the roster. Yeah. If Unless you were... Even Dusty Rhodes was in the NWO. If you, if you, unless you were Goldberg, Sting, DDP, or Ric Flair, everyone else was in the NWO. Hey, um... Why were there two NWOs? Uh, all right. Some people didn't like that, but there was a time where Hogan and Nash, there was some um, – they were butting heads be a lot. Before we keep going, we got to be getting close to the draw here. I yeah. don't think so. This match has been going on for a while. Yeah, we got to be getting close to the time limit draw. Yeah. And the whole thing with everybody joining the NWO was it made sense in the beginning. 
But then it's just got it, it. It was time to break it up, and they just didn't do it. Went too long. We'll we'll get into that as we get further into yeah. our WCW stuff because we can talk about the NWO for days. Yeah, but smart. Right now, just finish just answering your question. Trans- yeah. So Hall, I'm not. I'm sorry, Hogan and Nash. They had uh, some creative differences, and that's when they split the NWO to the NWO Black and White, which was Hogan's and Bischoff, mm-hmm. and then Nash went off and started the Wolf Pack with Hall. Uh, Savage, Xbox, Savage, Coney. Steiner, oh. Coney, and there was also a red and black sting. No, I, I think X, I think Xbox was black and oh. white, and I think he was already back in WWE. Yeah, right you're point. right. You're right. He was not there for Wolfpack. You're right. And he was, yeah. either way, he was called Six Pack in WCW, not Xbox. Yeah. He was six. One plus two plus three equals six. Yep. But six was spelled S Y X X. Because, you know, in wrestling, you have to, you have to like spell that. spell words incorrectly. <laughs> you know, like Ruby Riot, R-I-O-T-T. Look at, look at Flair. Dude, look at Flair. Fuck Ruby Riot. Look at look at Dude, Fluger in this ring. And this way he's working with the crowd still, man. Look, he's got him right in the palm of his hands. Yeah, Flair's we started... Watching this at an hour and 12, we're already at an hour and 43. This has definitely gone gone on for uh, well over 20 minutes. Definitely at least 15. Because the figure four. I bet this ends in a time. Right, here we go, right here. I you think you're going to draw here? 30 seconds yeah. left. Here we go. 30 Luger's seconds left. Here. Luger's U.S. champion. Flair's is... Not world is Flair world champion right NWA now. I forget. World champion, right? This yeah. is what's going to happen, guys. They have thirty West seconds left. He's going to pass out. No, he's no, not going to pass out. He's no. going to hold on Time for thirty draw. seconds. Boom! Oh, that's it. Time limit. Oh, there it is. You called draw. it. Okay. <sighs> draw. Okay. Draw. The guy Who with the uh, white there? jacket. West champion or the world champion? Who do you put over? The draw makes sense. Yeah. Can't. Yeah. All these tournaments wow. always have at least one draw or one double count out. Yeah, so it's like it, it helps to tell tell more of a story also throughout the rest of the tournament, throughout the rest of the bracket. Makes it look a little more real. Yep. Wow, great match. Really, really great. That's definitely so far the match of the night. So we're having the best match of the night. Now we got to find out. No woo for you, Rick. Oh, oh, five points, five points. Five, five they points each get five. Draw. Okay. There we go. So now they're tied. Sting's at 20. Mm-hmm. So now, who do we get now? Sting Muda? No, we got a tag they, match, they, right? they just fought. We'll have uh, it's a tag they, match. Yeah. Be, yeah. I think Sting Flair will be next because they haven't faced each other yet. No, they have. Right. They have. Yeah, look, they made Oliver Humperdinck look like Captain Lou Albano. Absolutely did. God damn. Ishii looks like his fucking kids. We await the wild Samoans to come to the ring. Jim Cornette, your thoughts on this one? The scoring is... Bum, 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 bum. I just take a flashlight anytime I see that stage. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I love that the ramp, the ramp is two truck loading ramps. Yep. That is exactly yeah, what it is. 
Yeah, it's funny how they have the stage so high, too. Like, you don't really see stages that big. <laughs> Look at that. Look at that face. Yeah, that's totally a Lou, Al uh, Lou Albano ripoff because of the earring, too. Yep. And everything. And, and the ponytail, <laughs> the way he dresses. <laughs> the clothes. Oh, look at that face. That's a Samoan face. Yeah, eat the eat the rope. Eat that rope. Eat the rope. You're going to get coronavirus, dude. Yeah. That's <laughs> kerosene soaked. There we go. A little Steiner time. There we go. Now we got the, uh, the Michigan jackets. The varsity coats. You guys have varsity coats from high school? I have, I have a, a letter. Jacket. I don't have a jacket. I have a letter. I always say, I always say I'm gonna go get it, even though I'm 35 years old. But I never do. Yeah. I'd make fun of you if you got it at 35 years old. I'm not gonna wear it. It's just for, uh, just to have it. It's for I, the look. I, 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 I got like my varsity it. jacket, but I got my varsity letter in two things: track and field. And what? Yeah, I was a weight man on the track and field team. I threw shot put, discus, and javelin. No I, held, way. I held the record uh, for shot put throw and javelin toss in in JV junior. Look varsity. at this kid getting a hold. Getting a hold. Look at Scott Steiner being like super face. Wow! Look at that fucking <laughs> VIP treatment of this kid. That was awesome. Look at those belts too. Beautiful. Classy those belt. are beautiful, classy. beautiful belts. NWA always had classy belts. Yeah. But yeah, Especially so, in this era. In this era, the belts are super, super classy. Oh, look, yeah. he grabbed the kid, too. There we go. So, was yeah, that so kid Smarty, like I, was on, I was on track, bro. But you know what my second varsity letter was? Marching Man, band. Marching band. Mine, too. I lettered in wrestling. Look at, look at Rick Scott. Look at Rick Snyder barking on the ground with the, yes. <laughs> with the Samoans. This is an awesome stare down. I like this. I lettered in wrestling band uh, and football. There it is. Typical Steiner's. Oh, here, here's this ref, whatever. His I had a jacket for wrestling, though. I wrestled for one school year. And he was like, where are the ring ropes? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That, did you guys just see what Rick Steiner just did? Yeah, he just mocked him. That was awesome. Here, he's yeah. going to do it again. Watch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rick Steiner is mocking the Samoans. It's great. And Scott's like, let's go. <laughs> the Steiners are playing Rochambeau. <laughs> that was very good, Smarky. Rochambeau. I like that you called it that. <laughs> Rick Steiner is hilarious. I'm just waiting for a super kick right now. Yeah, it would have been perfect. Scott wants nothing to do with Scott's like, let's go. Oh, there we go. Now they're mocking. I like this. I like this. <laughs> Now, Doc, after this, does this actually start a storyline or a feud between these two teams? Because this right here is like sto storytelling 101 to start a rivalry. This is perfect. The mocking 
of each other in this big this big event, this Iron Man yeah, tournament. Absolutely. This is perfect. Yeah, I mean, absolutely, it's, it's perfect. It's definitely, and even if it's not, I couldn't tell you for sure if they went into a story after this so long ago. Um, but, you know, if they if they are, and you, even if they're, if, say, even if they're not, this is still a part of their story now. Yeah. You know, if they got into a few, a few months down there, it was like, the seeds were just replanted at Starcade, and yep. blah, 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 and they were making fun of each other and all that good stuff. So you're absolutely right. It's, it's storytelling at its finest. And it's not surprising. You have, you know, veterans of the ring right here. A lot of, lot of, you know, good hands in the ring right here. Right. And you know what? Looking at, at this, didn't the Steiners face the head shrinkers fast forward at WrestleMania 10? Yeah. Right? Nine. Or nine. I'm sorry, nine. Could you imagine if WWF at the time story, did storytelling like, like they're doing right now with the head shrinkers? That would have made that match. <laughs> oh, he pulled his hair. It's awesome. That is awesome. Like, this is, dude, this is amazing. Amazing storytelling. <laughs> Just think about the storytelling that would have made that match at WrestleMania 9 so much better. Oh, so much so. So much well, the rest, the WrestleMania 9 match was actually probably the best match that of WrestleMania was the best 9. Match tonight. Yeah, that was a really yeah. good, that was actually a decent match. I, did it, I think it opened. Ooh, I don't know, WrestleMania 9. I haven't seen that one in forever. It's one of my favorite ones, man. Oh, look at these guys getting into it. Wait, you said 9 sucked? 9's terrible. The one in Vegas? That's like the worst mania ever. I mean... Okay. That that was where they had the worst in the history of Hulk media. That was Jim Ross's debut. Yeah. That was also where Bobby Heenan came in on a camel backwards. Right. But they also had some great commentary. Like the, the matches on the card weren't that great. You had Doink versus Crush, Razor Ramon versus Bob Backlund. There was really no big storyline with a lot of Dude, these a lot of these feuds. As a kid, Doink Crush was great with the second one where he mime, they mimed each other. Come on. Yeah. Undertaker and uh, Giant Gonzalez. Like come on. Undertaker no took, came out. No one took Undertaker Giant Gonzalez. Undertaker came out with uh no, no one could. Uh, seriously. Lex Luger fought Mr. Perfect. That was a good match. That was a good match. I remember that, that was one. an okay match. You know, Mr. What was, Perfect okay. never had an okay match. He you know only what, had what perfect is matches. perfect matches? Thank you, Smarky. Yeah. You know what was a good match? That I think is underrated too on that card: Tatanka versus Shawn Michaels for the IC title. Yes, and I, that, I, I to this I, day, that, that I'm I pissed that Tatanka did not win the IC title in that match, and he won by <laughs> also with DQ. I thought Tatanka was winning the so IC pissed. title growing up. I was I was told I was on Team Tatanka for that yeah. match, man. Without a doubt. I will tell you, well, he, he's a great wrestler, man. Yeah. He's still he, going, man. He's underrated, still, yeah. And he's, he's jacked. Jacked yeah. now. Oh, my God. He's huge. He's like old yeah. man jacked, isn't he? All right. So, mm, yeah. Doc, tell me tell me what Rick Steiner's doing right now. He's What position is this? That's called referee's position. Okay. Downward uh, doggy. Now, what's there? I don't know what. Um, who is that? Is that, is that um, what the That's, hell do they call not Rikishi, Simone Savage. I don't know what he's doing. He's supposed to get on top of Rick Steiner when Rick Steiner's in referee's position. And then Dennis Eckersley blows the whistle. And then they start wrestling. <laughs> okay. 
Well, is this Scott? As you can see, that as you can see, that did not work. So he just tagged in Scott. Scott's going to beat him up now. The ref keeps turning his back to the wrestlers in the ring, and he keeps getting in their way. Can someone just fucking knock this guy out already? Do you think it's a gimmick, or is he just really that bad? I think he's just really that bad. Is it a work or is it a shoot? Do you guys know? My dream was never to be a wrestler. My dream was always to be a referee. That's easier. <laughs> I don't think so. I think it's a very hard job. Well, it's definitely easier than being a wrestler. I just don't have the body. Look at that guy. You're telling me that being a wrestler is easier than being Dennis Eckersley in there? Nah, I don't know. I never said it was easier. It's hard to compare. Uh, they all have so I, their I, own responsibilities. It's, it's, it's hard to compare. I've decided to do some digging for the fam on the Samoans. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about their 1989 a little bit and the events that led to them leaving. And so they were, they were, the Samoans were pretty much getting buried during this time in WCW. And they brought in the Samoan Savage. Samu was around. Like, it wasn't like he wasn't, like, on the roster. He was around. He was around, yeah. There was, there was no explanation why he wasn't used for this tournament, though. Mm-hmm. Because he was considered the more experienced member, which you know, right. they're the classic team, Samu and Fatu. Right. So they called them, and this was the first time they were called the New Wild Samoans. They were up before this. They- oh, hold on, Doc. We're losing your audio. What were they called, Doc? The Samoan SWAT team. Oh, yes. That's, oh. that's the name I remember them that's was. Like, the I remember I mean, that. That's like, oh, I remember these guys being called the Samoan SWAT team, but I never knew. Look at the Steiners <laughs> egging them on the I never trailer. knew that the Samoan SWAT team and the head shrinkers were the same, like, growing up. Mm-hmm. Like, I think I remember reading that somewhere since then, but, like, when the head shrinkers came to, like, and this is how much, like, kids buy kayfabe. Like, I did not rethink the, the head shrinkers and the Samoan SWAT team were the, same, the same people. Team. <laughs> I always got, I mean, I, I knew they were different, but um, I always thought they should have called three-minute warning than, like, the Samo- the new Samoan SWAT team or something. They left WCW in the summer of 1990. They worked independent. They worked the Indies for a bit in America, Japan, and Europe. I was doing a lot. Doc, hold on. Try and, uh, again. Your audio he was going by now. the name Kokina Maximus. Doc, try it again. You guys are actually sounding pretty crappy, too. Anyways, um, they left WCW in 1990, and they did the indie scene, and they uh, competed with Kokina Maximus, who is better known as Yokozuna. And then in 1992, it looks like they all came to WWF in 1992. So that's your story. There was no feud afterwards. Okay. They were on their way out. Oh, gotcha. And Steiners were or weren't weren't too far behind them. Right. Well, they they were in W they were in WWF by nineteen ninety one. Right. Uh, where did the Samoan Savage end up after this? I think he just kind of bounced around the Indies. Indies, right? Okay. Yeah. He had already Tonga Kid was all, had already done the WWF he thing. Did that was in the earlier eighties, mid eighties maybe. Yeah. yeah, mid-80s. Oh, the old foot on the rope. Got hooked that leg, son. 
Invite him! Yes! That was always my favorite. This match is going long, too. I guess the, the first couple, they, they went short. Now they're letting them go a little longer. There's obviously an undercard to main card build to this. Like, obviously, we haven't seen Sting Flair yet for a reason. Right. Probably going to be the last match. One would imagine. We should put Humberdink and uh, Lou Albano in a match. Be awesome. I think they're both dead. I know Captain Lewis. I don't know about Humperdinck. Yeah, I, I think Humperdinck. I, I think I Humperdinck died Humperdinck. in 2011. Oh, oh okay. okay. So yeah, they're both dead. Hey, sunset flip. That's a big dude to do a sunset flip. I never realized how big Scott Steiner was even before the big pop pop pump days. He's a like large it never, man. Like it never like just dawned on me because. You know, you're comparing him to like Warrior and Hulk Hogan when you know when you and right. some of those big guys. It's like, oh yeah, he's just like you know, he's he's big, but he's not like comic book big like those guys are. You look at Scott Steiner, like his arms are pretty jacked, dude. He was huge. Yep. Face. <laughs> oh my god. Oh man. Whatever that meeting went. Listen, Oliver, you're gonna go out there. And you're going to play Captain Lou Albano. Do I have to? Yes. Yeah. Here's some WWF tapes of Lou Albano. Watch these, study these, and come back as him. <laughs> but please. Ponytail mullet has to be included. Yep. <laughs> that goes without saying in 1989, though. I mean, Scott is rocking a mullet here. Mm-hmm. Would you call where Rick Steiner has a mullet? It's hard to tell with the headgear on. I think his hair is just curly. Yeah, I think he's just got big curly hair. Yeah, (laughs) I like that breakup. He didn't just give an elbow drop. He just grabbed him by his head and pulled him off. Oh, super kick. Super kick. Which was not called super kick back then. It was just a back kick. He didn't become super kick to like the mid to late 90s with Shawn Michaels. Yep. Note how they turned the stage off during the match. Mm-hmm. Well, it should be. To keep all the attention on the on the wrestlers, not on the ramp. Shut up, Cornette. That was a lackluster cover by the Samoan. He was overconfident. And I believe if he had had a tight cover on Scott Steiner, then he may have got Still the win. Over the, those red jumpsuits for the cameramen. It's great. Rick Steiner is Oh, oh, this ref is terrible. I know. God. God, it's all fake. But my God, is this guy terrible. 
So I'm sending you guys a picture of who Dennis Eckersley actually is. Okay. You can see how much he looks like him. Dennis Eckersley is a Hall of Fame oh, uh, relief pitcher. This whole time I'm thinking that the ref's name is actually Dennis Eckersley. No, Dennis Eckersley <laughs> is a baseball player. Dennis Eckersley is a Hall of Fame uh, baseball player, but he pretty much looks like that guy. I just sent a picture in the oh, chat. Nice. Take a look. <laughs> That's Listen, totally last time, he kind of has the Wade Bog look, too. No, we get, no, Boggs didn't have the hair, like the long hair like that. No, his Boggs hair was it was shorter, Boggs red hair. hair. Was, yeah. And he had a big, thick uh, mustache. Well, Eckersley stash Eckersley pretty much kept that look. He was more known for playing for the A's. Eckersley, he was their closer, but he started his career as a as a as a good starting. Threw a no hitter, won twenty games. Good baseball player, Dennis Eckersley. Yeah. You guys Great baseball who, player, the Hall of Fame, Hall of Fame you guys baseball player. Remember who else I told you the ref looked like? Um. Be good to yourself. Anybody else? Wheel in the sky keeps on turning. Oh, yeah, that's right. You say he looked like Steve Perry with like Steve a trash Perry, dish. Yes, yeah. <laughs> you guys don't know the song Be Good to Yourself? That's the first one I. Oh, the Samoans win! Wow. Oh, no! The going. referee said no. It's a DQ. DQ. Seriously? So, the, wow. Wait, let's go back. I, I, I think he DQ'd. No, he DQ'd them for, for pulling hair. The Steiners? Yeah. What the hell? Oh my God! What the hell? Oh, I'm so confused at that call. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. I don't Great even know what just happened. Ray Mood is on. That's all that matters. He's. I oh, hope he wins wow. something. So how long was he in WCW? And why didn't he fix his face paint? Because the show, he's been wrestling all night long, bro. Committed. Uh, he was only there for another year, I think we said. 19, like 1990 or 91, he went back to New Japan. Selling, being in pain. Come on, Luger. He's selling that figure four from Flair. Yeah. Can this be Great Muda's one win, maybe? The Muda really didn't have any success in WCW? Nope. After, after Scott Steiner avoided a big splash from, from Savage, Moe Savage, Rick Steiner and Fatu came in without being tagged, and Rick attacked both. Fatu 
ran at Scott, and Scott sent him over the top rope. Scott was disqualified for doing so, and the new Wild Samoans won the match. It makes zero sense, and we have every right to be confused. Oh, I Sam, thought it was the you have every right to be confused. So Scott, I, I, who was the legal man, was disqualified threw... for knocking Fatu over the top rope. Because over the top rope, I know, used to be a rule back then, but like, but wasn't Fatu the... Legal man? Who, wait, who, so Fatu who was the legal was the, man? No, Fatu was not the... Scott and Savage were the legal men. Okay, so if you put... So if you toss the illegal man over the top rope, you get right. disqualified. Disqualification, what yes. What yes. does that That's, mean? I thought what it was because of the hair pull. He motioned like it was because of the hair pull. Yeah, but they pulled hair earlier. Remember, Rick had yeah, yeah, yeah. his hair. That wasn't, that wasn't a rule in WCW during this time, was it? I don't know. So now I have to pay attention. Anybody get thrown over the top rope at all during this during this during this event? I'm glad that the rules have eventually adapted over the years. Yeah, because that's a stupid rule. Uh, rules have adapted. I think that might have been a, people I think follow that, the rules. So anyway. That's like an old. That, that's an old wrestling rule. I know there's like old wrestling rules, and if I'm not mistaken, and I'm gonna I'm gonna look it up and I'll confirm there. But I think it was a Jim Hurd who was in charge during this time, mm-hmm. or not Joe Hurd. Oh, what's the? Uh, no, not his name. What's his name? Red Texas Watts. Watts. Cowboy Watts. Bill Watts. Yep. Was the, who was in charge during this time? And I believe that was one of his rules when he was in charge. Guys, I don't know if you saw, but there's breaking news. The NWA hotline phone number is no longer active. NWA hotline number is no longer active. Was it yeah. a 900 number? I missed uh, it. I don't know. It said no longer active over the number, so I couldn't see the, read the number. I bet yeah, you it was a it 900 was, number. Probably was. It was Bill Watts rule. It was definitely a Bill Watts rule. Confirmation. I need more confident like what I know and what I've read before. Yeah, man. Come on. Man, Luger is selling the shit out of his uh, knee, ankle. I think knee. Let it be known, like if that was the first, that was the first time somebody was thrown over the top during this match. I haven't like missed like not having anybody go over the top right. rope. Nope. It's not like I've been sitting here thinking like, oh man, I wish they were going over to getting thrown over the top rope. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I wish there was more high flying action. I haven't missed it. You know what I'm getting sick of. Tope Suicidas. Yeah. I don't like the, that name. Yeah. Well, it's because all these names are all Lucha names, and they're trying to be, like... Inclusive. Inclusive, and they're trying to use the proper terms of a lot of the moves that are suicide die, because they can't say suicide on TV. So they call it a Tope Suicida, which is what it's... I don't like the way announcers sell the name of the move. Actually, them... And some don't. Like, Jim and, Ross cannot say those words correctly. Mauro Ranallo, <laughs> Mauro Ranallo kills it when he, said, when he calls those names. Tony Schiavone can't say the names. Corey Graves knocks it out of the park. There's a guys, big difference. In WWE and NXT, they don't even call it a suicida. I think they just call it a tope, right? Because they it, can't even say suicida. It, it depends on the person and depends on, on how, how it how the flow of the conversation, but I, I've heard him call Tupe Suicida, Mauro Ronaldo all the time. Tupe Suicida. Oh my God. 
Mama oh Mia. my god, Mama Mia! <laughs> I love that Mama Mia has become like a staple chant in NXT now. Mm-hmm. Oh, I hate it to become a chant. Mama, Mama Mia. Mia. Oh, I hate that. <laughs> I love chant. that. I love. That. I hate that. I'm happy that they, Morrow it's usually, came back. It's, it's usually said for stupid things, and what? I hate. I hate. No, it's not. I hate dumb Mark chants. Whatever. Yeah. Shut up. Stop telling Morrow how to do his job. Let him. Let him call his own mom if he is. Morrow always no ha- always said this one thing about Lars Sullivan. Whenever Lars climbed the top rope, oh god, it's like King Kong climbing the Empire State Building. Yep. <laughs> Remember that guy, Lars Sullivan? Yeah, man, Lars Sullivan. Well, that'll be a good. He'll be a trivia question one day. Former um, gay porn star and professional wrestler. Who also went on a rant about gay people. Gay, about homosexuals. Yep. Dude's got some issues to work out. Dude, there, have, there have been no talks about him returning at all since he was... He's in- not. He can't. No, I think he's... I don't think he's ever... I think he's... No. I, think he's I, think his, I think his career as a pro wrestler is done. Mm-hmm. He was never going to make it on the um, main roster. I, I felt no... I had... There was no hope in Lars Sullivan. Well, he, there's hope in his size, and he couldn't move well. He just like there was just something missing with him. He they they were gonna turn him into like the new Snitsky. He was gonna become a poet. He was going to uh, oh, corner man. Michael Cole. Snitsky. Oh my god. Yo, have you guys seen pictures of Gene Snitsky now? No. Oh my god. Let me see. I pull up a picture for you. Show you guys real quick, guys. We haven't talked about Great Muda or Lex at all. Well, Great Muda is dominating this match. I know it's because of Luger selling his injury, but this is the best we've seen Muda, I think, work. He's gotten the most offense in. He looks really good against Sting, though. I will have to give him that. That was a good match. That hard time with that 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 paint, right? <laughs> yeah, that paint's annoying, man. I can never wear face paint as a wrestler. I wore face paint once. I wore face paint to a Giants playoff game once. You wore face paint in high school once. Speaking of that, I found the Shrek ears the other day. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Hey, uh, Bones, one day in high school, Mm -hmm. when Dan was a junior. Senior. Senior, senior. That's right. I wasn't in school anymore. I just got a picture of it. Dan decided that he was going to go to school dressed up in full green paint as Shrek one day. Best part about it is I I had my, oh, I got my, I had myself painted in first period that day, and as I was getting painted, mind you, this is the last day of my senior year. Okay. So as I'm getting painted by like the theater club, um, the principal of the school walks into the auditorium right across. Bill. As is uh, Mr. Anderson. Bill. And walking across the uh, auditorium stage. And he just looks at me, and I'm looking at him, and he goes, I guess the green man group's in town today. And he walked right out. <laughs> the green man group. And he just walked, like, the most principal comment ever. Like, the most, <laughs> and just walks out the door. Oh, and, just, and that was it. It moved on my day. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Really that is awesome. Has Kevin Doyle ever talked to you about that day? Our friend, uh, so you know James Doyle, Bones. But his older brother Kevin, well, who's a, you know, oh, good man. workout, 
Look at oh, this thing. That. Yeah, that's, oh, I oh, love that. That's a great submission. What is it? Uh, I forget what it's called because that that move a is modified a lot of the um, death lock, according to Jim Ross. Well, what did modified Mar- modified Indian death lock? That's what he just called it as. Maybe. Well, the Indian death lock is a thing with the <laughs> legs. But I don't know how you. It's called something that that's been in a lot of wrestling games. That submission. I'm trying to remember what the hell they call it in the games. It's like inverse STF. Here, Smarky. Then. Now. Whoa, he's ripped. Then. Now. Look at him. Smitsky. Those kicks. Bones, did he take Muda? Nakamura. Would I take Muda or Nakamura? Muda. Whole career considered. Yeah. Muda. I'd have to say Muda. Wow, no, man. That's a tough, that's a tough. It's tough because, like. Yeah. Muda, Muda is a striker, left, but he's also technically sound in the ring. Nakamura, though, has those More striking sight. abilities, and I could see him, like, kicking Muda's head right off his shoulders. I think Nakamura is a little more exciting than Muda, but Muda is definitely more yeah. mysterious than Nakamura. Right. Well, that's the Muda, Muda is mysterious. Nakamura is a lot more charismatic. And also, keep in mind, Muda has the green mist. And that can come out at any time. A green, it can come at any time. It's a green mist factor. Send a mist in your face. Get ready. Three minutes left. He's got to be 15 minute time limit matches. Eight seconds and counting. You know what else I missed? This. Uh, Big Patrick. Fast counts. I hate the slow count. I hate the slow count too. It's so illogical. I would rather them do like a normal count to 20 than a slow count to 10. I've said this for years. Uh, there's one I, company that does 20. Is it New I Japan? Thought- New Japan's count is 20. New Japan does a 20. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, Smarky, it's funny you mentioned Nick Patrick and Fast Count all in the same sentence. And so (laughs) you're right. You really really wish there was more Fast Counts (laughs) when Nick Patrick is known for his infamous Fast Count. Yeah, he's the NWO ref, right? He's the NWO ref, yeah. Nick Patrick becomes the NWO ref. Yep. Just like Scott Armstrong was the uh, the the authority 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 ref. Yep. He was Scott Armstrong's inspiration. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Nick Patrick did a good job with that man. He he was a good dirty ref. Yep. And he dyed his hair black too. He had the mustache. He he. Yeah, he played the he, whole part. He played the character. Yeah, he played. Oh, oh dude, that was that a, terrible. That that was Muda. He did not sell that. He didn't flip over at all. I wonder if that was. I wonder if that was language barrier miscommunication. Well, that and you have you have two separate styles in here. Yeah. Muda just ripped the paint off, bro. Oh, 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 oh! There we go. Oh, Nick Patrick there with the kick. Yes. You cannot grab the ropes. I miss that. I miss seeing the refs get involved like that. 
Does Muda win this? See, a power slam. Not those super fast ones. Mm-hmm. That was a power slam. There's no. There's the, the power is sold better when you do it slow. Yeah. Yes. Agreed. Uh-oh. Torture rack. Nope. No, he can't he do can't it do because it. of his knee. Oh, no, no. It was, oh, there, there it is. It is. No, I think Gary Hart got up on the apron because the ref's back was turned. Gary Hart, yeah, Gary Hart distracted Nick Patrick. Yeah. Absolutely, that was that was the move. The green mist, and Nick Patrick is not going to see the green mist. And yeah, dude, everybody's oh. rolling through the middle ropes. I forgot all about the WCW yeah. over the oh, wait, top roof. So roll. wait, so what happened? Why? Did oh, you... DQ. You must have caught him. DQ. Oh, the mist is in his face. He saw the green on his face and probably called a DQ. Is that why? I can only imagine. Yeah, great meter. Yeah, disqualified. It would make sense, but do things in wrestling always make sense? No. You can't get the torture rack up. Here we go on the replay. Turns around. Where does he keep the mist? It's got to be somewhere in his throat, and then he he he, he chokes it because he, he, he just did this to his neck. He yep. probably keeps it in his throat somewhere and then coughs it up. I would love to know how the mist see. trick works. Yeah, right? <laughs> Muda just so you got get 10 points for a DQ. Hmm. All right, so now, oh, man, Samoa's three in a row. This is going to be an awesome match. Samoans are uh, getting their work cut out for now because they weren't in any of the first matches. Earlier in the tournament. This is the last tag team match, too. This is going to be the Samoans and the uh, Road Warriors. Road Warriors, This is insane. Could you imagine having to fight, was it, three times in a night, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, look, they're right behind him. (laughs) Where's Ellering? No, Ellering. There he is. Their WWE music was way better. Oh, yeah. What a rush. What a rush. Dude, those classic Jim Johnston. You coughing up a green mist capsule? Those, those classic Jim Johnston uh, themes, man. They're so fucking good. Yeah, man. Smarky, can we just look at Doc's camera and how his picture froze? Look at that that face. Oh, <laughs> look at him now. <laughs> Doc's just playing with us now. The Bowens are in a lead. Oh, Steiner's, Steiner's by five points because they had that. Um, the, 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 that uh, the logical thing would be to put everything in order. Right. <laughs> it's the South in the 80s, buddy. Oh, man. That's Fatu. That is Fatu. And look at the size of Anima. Big oh. oh. driver. Oh, oh God. You can't. Oh, and he no-sell. He no-sold a pile driver from a Samoan. Who no-sells a pile driver? 
Especially one that actually gets you get dropped on your head. It's like a pogo stick. Hmm. <laughs> crowd gets so into it. What when the crowd hates the heels? I love how they just get up and they. Yeah. Oh, uh, they show so much hate for the heels. I love it. Dude, Animal's a monster. Oh, it's Hulk too, man. Hulk over here is in great shape. Look at him go. It's a fucking. Yeah. Damn, it's such a damn shame because we know what happens to these guys like later on in their lives. Like Road Warriors could have done really well in WWF, even better than they did. They had a great run. They, they had a great better. run. They, they could have been good when they came back in 2000 as LOD 2000 when Sonny was their um, their manager. It was edgy. Oh, yeah. It was because they had Sonny. It was a little more updated, but that was the beginning of the downfall of Hawk. And also the writing at the time, creative at the time, was rough because they were still... They were still trying. They were still in that attitude era, so it was hard to bring people from this era into the attitude era. Guys like the Road Warriors. Guys, Kishi, counted- Kishi made it work. Guys, I have counted Kishi five. Made it work. True. True. I'm trying to talk about something I've never seen before. You guys are talking about another company, another era. Sorry, go ahead, Sparky. What was I going to say? I counted so far in this match. It hasn't even been five minutes yet. I think. FYI, Animal redid his makeup. Um, <laughs> I've counted five or six no cells already. Yeah, and a lot of them on head in, on head things too. Yeah, the mm-hmm. pile driver, the headbutt. Like I can understand that if it was a Samoan no cell and all the head stuff, but like to watch Animal no cell the pile driver before that didn't make sense because Samoans are known to have. But does hard make heads. sense though because the Road Warriors were the top tag team in the world. At the time, arguably, yeah, but they just spent the past decade running the freaking show. You're right. So because you ran, they, you ran the show for the last decade. You could no sell a pile driver after you get driven on your head. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> These guys have been sure. wrestling for it, ten it years. Makes already. perfect sense. <laughs> Wrestle logic, dude. I love it. Dude, any guys who are so dedicated to the craft that they what have the, their hair like that on a what permanent... What was that? Was that a dick shot? <laughs> he just had I, No, neck. he went for a back body drop, but Animal ran botch. into his head. And he, botch, botch, botch. Wow. Wow. Oh, oh that's, a, that's a... Oh, look at that. That real. Oh, that they are hurting. Botch a mania right there. Oh, they're hurting. Mm. <laughs> oh, it sucks. <laughs> oh, man. His head went right into his crotch. Oh, that's Karma sucks. for all the no cells, guys. That's so right, right in the dick. Wow. Back scratch. You don't wow. see that anymore. Wow. Wow. He's biting his. <laughs> He bit his face. Those guys walked around with their hair like that. It blows my mind. I mean, yeah. That's some dedication. That's, like, how you, that's how you become tag champs. And like I said last week, it took me until this that I realized that their hair was the opposite of each other. <laughs> <laughs> 
I never noticed either if it makes you feel And it's bad. because Hawk, you know, Hawk was bald by by this point. He can only really grow on the side. <laughs> you guys had mentioned they've been wrestling for 10 years already, huh? At this point? Yeah, yeah they've been all around throughout the 80s. I think they've, they're probably in their mid, mid-30s at this point. Wow. They're veterans of the of the industry by this point. Hawk over the top rope. Thought you couldn't do that. Oh, I guess you, if you're you leading No, you can't get thrown over the top rope by. I th- you can't go in the rain out. You can go from the rain in. You can't go in the rain out. Okay. And now Hawk. So. Bill watch rules. Oh yeah, Jimmy. So, oh oh, what is with these botches, man? Yeah, just end it. <laughs> that seemed like, like a total just end it moment. <laughs> Get this shit over with it. Let's move on. Guys, that was bad. Yeah. Woo! That was a sloppy match. Yeah. Don't know uh, on whose part. Oh, Steiners oh. are in. Oh, I get all oh, the Road Warriors won. Respect. Forty points. Wow. Interesting. All right, so, so the Road Warriors won. So the who tag. turns on who? Oh wait, sorry, yeah. this isn't WWE. Yeah, right. Oh, 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 my God, it was second one to the balls. Oh, God. It looks like he was attempting the to Samoa duck. The Samoans are spinning oh. the air. Did you see that? Yep. Wow. It looks like he was going to go duck underneath the clothesline, oh, but didn't. All right, so, the stu- so Road Warriors just won. So it should be Flair, Flair Sting now, right? Flair Sting, I believe, is the next. This will be the last match. That's, like, that should be the. I would think that you can't really come back from Flair Sting. Yeah, and there's like 20 minutes left. Anyways, this has to be the last match. Sting changed his makeup. Come right, on, Sorry, you know you, you, Muda, Muda did it wrong. Muda should have redone his makeup before every single match. You're right. Yeah, is that what you want to hear? Is that what you want to hear, Smarky? Yeah, that's Just what Muda, Muda should have done that. We're sorry that Muda did not redo his face paint for you, uh, you know, for your first run-through of Future Shock. Look at that rat tail. I wouldn't mind following Woo! this up. We're about to watch a Sting Flair match. Following us up with the Clash of the Champions match from '88, from the first Clash of the Champions, which is the year before this. Yep, I, I'm yeah. down for that. That'd be cool. Show, show, we can do. We can show Smarky the first Clash of the Champions. Mm-hmm. You know that comes from w, WCW too, right? Oh yeah, no, I know. I know which pay per views come from. Come okay. from each. Well, the Clash of the Champions was never a pay per view in WCW. It was like a. Like a like a like a TV special, right? Like it was like a like a couple times a year, you just get an extra like night of wrestling. Oh, cool! Oh, he's back to the main theme. Is it also Sprague Zarathustra? Yeah. I have my volume. Mm-hmm. I'm listening to yours. Thus spake Zarathustra. Yes, so, so am I. I have all my volume waffles into that. Also Sprague Zarathustra. <laughs> so, guys, real quick, uh, last year my my spring concert, every piece I did was a piece that a wrestler used. 
as a I did I, well, I did I did the whole portrait. Okay. I did portraits. I did uh, also Sprax Zarathustra. I did the I did uh, Pump, but not the end March because everyone knows that I did the the whole thing. And um, I tried to get my co-teacher. We did. We didn't have time. I wanted him to arrange the Mr. Perfect theme. Well, we couldn't do it. You didn't do the John. You weren't your band, those John Cena, right? I, one of my students wrote that. Nice. I was just watching what was the WrestleMania when he came out to the marching band. Was that WrestleMania 27 or 28? Try not to pay attention kids? to him as much as possible. Why? Well, Cena's cool. Anyway, here we go, Smarky. Sting Flair. Enjoy. So is this going to be better than Sting Luger? I don't know. I'll have to say. I, I couldn't tell you this. So comment the commenting team here still it's uh, uh Jim Ross Funk and uh Cornette. 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 Yep. I don't think he's going to work anymore. I don't think anybody's going to hire him anymore after that last comment. A little much. So what did they call this thing? So we got the woos. What was Sting's thing called? Woo. He was more like, like a yowl. Yeah. Like Sting. Like, did yeah. it have a name? I don't know. Sting's was more like you're at a rock concert and like they solo. Like you're at a scared concert and like they're at the like middle point of the Freebird solo when it's going nuts. That's kind of what Sting's yowl was like. Whereas Flair's woo is more of like a... Uh, you know, it's a classy thing. It's a it's a showing off my bravado sort of thing. So Sting. So obviously, Ric Flair looks like he is from the '80s. Sting looks like he's 1994 before 1994 even happened. He kind of looks like a mid '90s video game. I, I, I can get into that. All oh, the neon, dude. Neon was huge in the early oh, '90s. And his hair too. The blonde, like beach SoCal hair. That was weird. He put him up on the top rope and walked away. Mind games, dude. Mind games. Oh, man. I didn't realize how big Sting is. He's a tall man, huh? Oh, this is great. <laughs> I love when they, they it's the power test the power. strength. Test the power. Test the strength. Whatever the hell you want to do. Yeah, test the strength, test the power. Self in this world to be a success. Rick Flair believes in himself. Sometimes I think I love that punk actually can speak mm -hmm. right now. Oh, you may Doc, can you lower your volume a little bit, please? Thank you. We have like this weird sound in the microphone. That was you know, a really good it. impression of it. Thank you. You heard the same shit too, right? 
Yeah. Thank you, but leave, leave it to Doc to fuck things up, you know? That, okay, pop quiz. I, I made it stated this last show. We talked about this, but now it can be a quiz. Ric Flair is the champion right now. Which reign is he in? Oh, man, 89? We hear your guess. I'll take both your guesses. Ah, uh, you know what? Wait, I said four. I'm going to say sixth. Sixth. Sparky's going to go sixth. Bones? No, no, I don't think it's that. Ah, uh, I want to say... F- I said four originally. I think, I, I think I'm going to go with four. Four? I think six. so. Six. The answer is seven. Ooh. Really? Lucky seven. Reverser. In 1989? Wow. Really? 1989, when he was in the midst of his seventh world title reign. So that's seven NWA world championships? Seven NWA. He was a seven-time NWA world champion. He was the only championship he had won at that point. And no one else at this time has held a title as many times as him, correct? False. Harley Race, Harley. I believe, was an eight-time champion. Gotcha. Either seven or eight. Man, I got to find that picture of me shaking his hand. Who, Flair? No. Harley oh, Race is the seven-time champion, too. Harley Race is okay. the seven. I'm sorry, eight-time. Eight-time. He is. Okay. So, well, okay, so here's the thing. It's one of those, his eighth reign is one of those, like, weird disputed reigns where, like, he won it in a tour of New Zealand and over Flair after the Starcade match from 83. And it was recognized by WCW and the NWA, but then it stopped being recognized by him at a certain point, like, in, it says 2011 here. So, you can say he was an eight-time champion, you can say he was a seven-time champion, but I think... I think the official history books now call Harley Race a seven-time champion. Now, and him and Flair were the only seven, are the only seven-time champions. Well, we have to ask uh, Billy Corgan. Yeah, let, let me uh, let me let me slide into his DMs. I'll tweet at him. He doesn't go by Billy Corgan. That's the best part. Was it William James? Well, yeah. Right. Yep. William James Corgan. I got some more trivia before the seven world title reigns. Who's next on that list? Before, I'll give you the number. It's four. Um, but Buddy Rogers? Not Buddy Rogers. Oh, uh, what's his name? Minnesota. Uh, not Fez. Um, nope. You're right. Fez. It was. It's Fez. Some, okay. uh, some some people recognize Fez as a four-time champion. Some lists recognize him as two. It's like these stats are. It's like the stats for like early world title range or like Negro League baseball stats, where they're just incomplete and you don't know how accurate they really are. Hmm. Who was, was I thinking technology. of? I, I wasn't thinking of Fez though. I was thinking of the other guy from Minnesota. Uh, Vern Gagne. Yes, kind of. He was AWA. Yeah. Vern Gagne was the AWA. Oh, that's right. Yes. Yes. He only AWA, right? Yes. Anyway, back to the match. So we have Flair and Sting here. It's been pretty equal. You have Flair's, uh, what do you want to call it? Flair's psychological fighting versus the power of Sting. Yes, Sting was considered like a a, a better version, a, a more athletic Hulk Hogan in this time. Yeah, he was. That's what I would consider him a more athletic Ultimate Warrior. Well, yeah, yeah, that's what they brought him in. He was supposed to be the answer to the Warrior, as you can tell from the look. It's funny, but he's a, such were... a better. Oh, he's such a better wrestler than Warrior. And yeah, they were teammates and bodybuilding and workout partners and whatnot. Right. And he just, but I mean, Sting was just 
he cared so much more about the business than Warrior ever did. Warrior was a weird dude. Yeah, he was, I mean, he just he was just wasn't easy to work with. He he thought he was worth way more than he was really worth. And he, he developed a bad name for himself in the business. Meanwhile, Stain is just the epitome of class and loyalty, especially when Top it comes place. to WCW. Ultimate Warrior's original name was not Ultimate Warrior. What was the Dingo it? Warrior. The Dingo Warrior. There it is. So Sting. The Dingo Warrior. Look at this. Like, my like, flair putting flare Sting flare in the air flare. for like 10 seconds. Dude, Wait, that's a pro right there. It's what a great, was, a was the Ultimate Warrior going by Dingo Warrior when he was in the Blade Runners with Sting? Were those their names, that, Sting and the Dingo Warrior? That I do not know. Let, let's... Look it up. Don't worry, Smarky. You're off tonight, I guess. So uh, you need to watch this. So we'll, we'll do all the research. That's why. Yeah, I haven't been looking it up because I've been in, I've been engrossed with this. It's been a good match. It's been a great pay per view. It's been a solid pay per view. No, I don't know. I have nothing to stack this up against, though. You know. Okay. So Sting. Wait a second. It's Superstars. Oh, look at that pen. Wow, what is that? Oh, it's a splatel, dude. That's pretty cool. I ain't no Flair rocked one of those, like... I ain't no Flair rocked, rocked that move in his arsenal. Okay, so Sting went by... They, they each had two different names. It was Blade Runner Sting and Blade Runner Rock. So Ultimate Warrior was the original Rock. <laughs> and then they went by the Freedom Fighters, and they were Freedom Fighter Justice, which was Warrior, and Freedom Fighter Flash, which was Sting. Wow. The 80s were terrible for yeah. names. They were for also us. known as Power Team USA at one point as well. That's crazy. Damn. So, who go? Who, who added these two, like... God, who do you put over? Like, obviously, I have a feeling it's going to be Flair, but this is so interesting. Like, how do you put one of these guys over? That That's the best part about this round-robin tournament. You know, it was no faces and heels. It was just who's the best wrestler? Who could last? You know, who, who's the best uh, you know, wrestler? Who's the best tag team? So uh, I think who is who is going to be the best wrestler of the 1990s? Was who this with this chat? Was this tournament supposed to determine? Well, that could just, well, this sting go over then. There ought to be the logical thought. Wait and see, I guess, Smarky. So you got what you got what you want to see. So now you, as the fan, know what you want to see. You want to see Sting win. Do I? I'm not sure. Do you? I said Flair was coming off one of the best years of his career in 1989. So. He's just as hot right now as Sting. Yep. Well, it's got to be over soon. There's only like and Flair's, left. And he's not at the point in his career where he needs to start putting people over because it's like next in line. Right. So this is 89. So he's in WCW for another, what, two, three years before he goes uh, over? 90. He goes to late 91. Late 91. 91. I thought it was like 93. No, it was late 91 to, like, early 93. He spent, like, 14 months in W, 14, 15 months in WWE. Didn't w he bring he, – he brought the big gold belt with him, didn't he? He did, yes. Mm -hmm. He did. But that was part of his first storyline. He wasn't supposed to have it. No, he wasn't. <laughs> it was quite controversial. 
Did, did you guys watch the um, Broken Skull Sessions with Ric Flair? Not yet. The uh, only one I've watched so is the Taker. No, not yet. So Taker. Good. I've only watched Taker. It's the only one I've watched. So. T- Taker was good. Big Show was good. Bret Hart was really good. They're talking about I mean, Mike Screwjob. I'm not a I huge can't... Big Show fan. I'm really not interested in the Big Show one as much. Oh, I am. That guy's had – that guy, he's just a – a nice guy. Yeah. I like the Big Show. He just has—he's never been one of my favorite wrestlers. Yeah. Have you guys watched his show yet Uh-oh. on Netflix? The Big Show show? No, I have Rick, not seen Rick, it. What yet. are you doing, Rick? You're gonna get disqualified. Yep. No. Okay. The top rope to the All outside. Right, so it's okay to so it's okay to go inside from the top, like yeah, we said. You just can't go over the rope outside. All right. Bill Watts rules. Cowboy Bill Watts. And I'm assuming Bill Watts is why Gary Hart's in WCW. He brought about Gary Hart yep. over. Look at all these no-sells. Oh, that's why he stings. Well, he's, sting. well, he's, he, he's, he's, uh, oh, he's pumping up he's, now. He's, he's stinging out. Hogan thing. He, he was at that level. Ho- Hogan Look at used to hold out behind his sting back. stings out. Here we yep. go. Oh, sting was all Sting was. Here we go. Old school counting the punches. Short. And Ric Flair's just One, standing there not even doing anything. Two, three. Love it. Four. Bust me open, you. Only five. Ooh. You know what I haven't. You know what I haven't seen Flair do yet. Blade. I haven't, seen, <laughs> I haven't seen a Flair flop. Oh, true. Yeah, or or we we can't blade till now. He had to get through a whole night. He yeah. couldn't blade. <laughs> oh, I'm not. Even, I mean, I'm not talking about bl- blading. I just want to see him flop. Here it comes. Oh, wait, there, there, you go. Go. there it is. <laughs> look at it. people. Look at how people pop for that. Uh-oh. They, they wait to coming. see that. Oh, someone's Somebody's coming down coming. the aisle. Someone's coming down the aisle. Someone's right, coming down. The all, everyone looked away. There's the Scorpion Deathlock. Oh, wait. Oh, what does he call it? Scorpion Deathlock. It's just a figure four, right? Going out or oh, it was someone getting thrown out, maybe. Sharp That's why I've had Oh, knee breaker. You don't see oh. that very often. So here's another question for you. The other thing we haven't seen Flair do is the whole put his hands up the no yeah <laughs> i want to see that but the flop was good to see wow well these guys- at, at this time flair still wasn't really a heel yeah he bought that out more when he started doing the heel work yeah he the had heel seen you're absolutely getting, right the other thing i haven't seen yet by him is him getting whipped into the corner and in going the corner over the rope. flipping over yep he can't right because that that would i guess that would be a disqualification no yeah he, he would have to he would have to go to the apron he would have to go to the floor, not, I don't fly, know not the apron. I don't know if it's the I don't know if the apron counts or not, though. Mm. Good point. Weird rule. Someone get Very on the phone rule. with Conrad and ask him to ask his father-in-law. So a draw. If this match ends in a draw, Luger wins. I just heard Jim Ross say it on my commentary, end, which is why I keep the commentary up so we can be informed when he did. Ah, thank close you. Close caption, you know. I mean, well, you just like having your TV too fucking loud, so we have to mute ours. Fucking way to you sabotage know what's, the show, bro. I, I got to tell you, this is just, this is good stuff. Where's the match at? Yeah, this has been the best match of the night now. Look at the oh, way they sell it. Oh, 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 look at that bridge. That's some jet. Oh, slide in. And again, false finishes, man. It's just and the way they're selling it, the storytelling is it's perfect. Kerry Von Eric pinned Ric Flair with that move to win the NWA title in nineteen eighty four. Kerry was that, the Texas tornado, right? Yep. With that backslide pin. There are too many Von Erics, I'm sorry. Well there were. There were. There were. There's only one left, I think. That that's yep. another wrestling family that uh 
unfortunately, is, it ended in a lot of tragedy and just oh, unfortunately couldn't grow as much. A lot, as of, like, a lot of mental health issues in that family. In the family. Didn't Larry, Larry just died, right? A couple of years ago? One, yeah, one of them, I don't know if it was live, but one that's of them just the recently. Dad. The only one that's alive still is Kevin? I think so. I think he was still wrestling. No, I don't think he even wrestle anymore. He got... Oh, oh, small package. Oh, that's it. That's it. He got it. What? Wait, 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 wait. They both had their... I think they're calling oh. offense. Oh. Fireworks. Fireworks. Is that Arn? That's Arn. That's Arn and, and Ole's out. Ole was out there before. Is he out there now? Actually, I think that was Ole in the black shirt. The pink so shirt. So now around this is Ole. I don't yeah, know. That's Arn. I don't know if it was. Yeah, is this okay? This is what I think it is. This is what it is. This is what I think it is. Okay. Is it what, what I think it is? What is this? It is what I think it is. Really? So yeah, I was about to say right around this time, Sting joined the Horsemen for a short time. They tried this. Yep. Where's Tully? No Tully. Tully's no Tully not, at this point. No Tully. He's not. I don't even think he's Ooh. in W. Tully, I think Arn had just come back from WWF at this point. Oh, yeah, look, Sting totally had. Yeah, Sting's shoulders yeah, up. Sting, yeah, Sting, yeah, shoulders up. Yeah, okay. okay. Great pin, by the way. Yeah, really good small yeah. package. Great well, catch. no, no, no. The Brain Busters were in the 80s, dude. It wasn't 89. Yeah, they were. Brain Busters were at WrestleMania 5, homie. Oh, here we go. Uh, yeah, you're right. You want is to that Gordon Soley? It is Gordon Soley. Want me to turn it up? Not not too much, a little bit though. Just to get some of the uh announcing here at the end. You now know who the Iron Men are. <laughs> the Road Warriors. We come out to that tune every speaking match. And we lift up to it. Every speaking match. And tonight, we did it again. For you and for us. <laughs> Let him talk. How would he even do for him? <laughs> yeah, Hawk and Animal can't. Don't give them mics. Put Ellering on yeah, the Yeah, You leave Hawk alone. Oh, man. Hey, but Hawk, Hawk was a great. So that's oh. It. Jim Hurd, Jim Ross, producer. Oh, that was that was an that was a sport that was a wrestling is a real sports rant. Yep. What if that was like a shoot? <laughs> awesome. Oh. Oh, gotta stop it. All right, I'm gonna pause it right there. That was a a great. First of all, Doc, more props to you, man. That was a great choice for us to watch that. Again, we we chose to watch this in lieu of the. I gotta thank Wade Frank because he's the one who brought it up in the chat. True, he did, he did, because this was this was all in lieu of the NXT Cruiserweight 
Championship Tournament, which is another round-robin-style tournament, which was loosely based off of what the Future Shock Tournament was. Obviously, other tournaments in wrestling have been like that as well, but this was a good choice for us to watch. Smarky, mm. what, what's your breakdown, man? How are you liking How are you liking WCW so far? How did you enjoy this show? Well, just like I said before, um, I'm really enjoying it mostly because of the quality of wrestling. Um like I said, I, I watch NWA and, a- and AEW because of wrestling. Right. They wrestle. I'm not. I mean, storylines are cool. Storylines were cool when I was a kid, but I like watching people fake beat the shit out of each other mm-hmm. with cool moves that do stuff like that. You know, like I I, I like this a lot. Um, again, I like seeing people you know in the middle or beginning of their careers. I can't wait to watch some other stuff where I see people I've never seen before. Right. Well, we definitely have a lot planned for you to see um, over the upcoming weeks, months, and into the future and beyond. So listen, guys, on that note, we're going on almost the two-hour mark here. Uh, so we're going to call it a night. So fam, if this is your first time tuning in, thank you for joining us for episode 72 of the Fourth Wall Cast, which is part two of our series smarky does wcw as we completed watching the <laughs> 1989 starcade which held the future shock iron man and iron team tournament when we return to wcw with smarky uh with us we're going to go back we're going to watch the clash of the champions from 1988 uh some of that card includes mike rotunda taking on jimmy garvin Midnight Express taking on the Fantastics. We have the Road Warriors and the, who? the Fantastics, bro. Bobby Fulton and Tommy Rogers. These uh, are old okay. school NWA, uh, NWA uh, wrestlers, bro. That's for the NWA United States Tag Team Championship. Oh, okay. We're also going to have a barbed wire match with the Road Warriors and Dusty Rhodes taking on the Powers of Pain, which was the Barbarian and the Warlord, and Ivan Koloff. Ivan Koloff. Yep. yep. Then we have oh. a tag team match for the NWA World Tag Team titles. Lex Luger and Barry Windham taking on Arn Anderson and Tully Blanchard. And then we have the main event with Ric Flair taking on Sting for the NWA World Heavyweight Championship. So, so Sting and then, Flair are like our Corbin Roman Reigns. <laughs> but Except just, just so much better. better. Just a lot yeah. better. Yes. So on that note, fam, if you guys have enjoyed the show and want to show your support, please follow us on all social media at Fourth Wall Cast. That's the number four T H W A double L C A S T. That's Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Also, if you haven't yet, please be sure to follow the network at Fourth Wall Pop. That's F O U R T H W A double L Pop. Goes the weasel. And on that note, again, I am your host. You can find me on Instagram at EMG underscore JC Bones and on Twitter at JC Bones. Doc, tell the fam where they can find you. You can find me on the Instagram at D-R-H-A-A-S-E, the number four WC. And before I go, I got to give Smarky one thing to chew on. Smarky, there's one more reason why the first Clash of the Champions right mm-hmm. is such a big deal why is that the date that it was run on that it, it was held March 27 1988 right that's a card you just read right 
Yep. Last champions won. You know what else was that day? WrestleMania. WrestleMania four. The tournament. The tournament. They put My this event on. They put this event on cable TV to compete against WWF's pay-per-view event that day. And WrestleMania so, Four the, is my favorite one. The point is, I just want you to chew on the fact that the, that the ratings war was happening then too. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Anyway, chew on that fact until we get to this. Until we get to this. Awesome. Smarky, tell the fan where they can find you or can't find you, and tell them some big news you have. You can't find me on social media right now because I hate Twitter um, and I won't be using it. But there will be an Instagram with me soon because I am starting my own solo show, short form. I um, my attention span is not the best. Only wrestling and, and music is where my attention really goes. So I'm doing a short form show, 15 minute interviews with just interesting people. Um, it has a name. It does not have Bro. any social media yet, but I'm not going to tell you the name yet Ooh. because I want to get all of my st- ducks in a row. Quack, quack. Leaving us in suspense. I'm going to give it a shucky ducky quack, quack. Oh, um, yes. He went there. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, oh, I that was good. G-O-O-D-T. Good. That was good. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm going to uh, I'm going to get all my ducks in a row this week. Get a logo. And uh, will there I'll be a duck in your logo now? No, there will be no <laughs> duck in the logo. I will tell you this: there will be a barbecue grill. Ooh. Oh, now, now, Smarky, where can the fam find your show? You will be able to find me on the fourth wall. Pop goes the weasel network. network. Oh, I love that. Yes, well, we should do that little three-way thing more often. Did I just say yeah. three-way thing? Ooh. That's kind yeah. of dirty. Um, it is. <laughs> oh, but I think you've been in quarantine too long. <laughs> I think you've been in quarantine too so. long. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. All right, guys. Well, listen, thanks for joining me again, Smarky. I'm glad you enjoyed yourself. We got so much more WCW coming your way. I really did. So on that note, fam, be sure to tell all your friends to like, share, and subscribe and help this thing grow and grow and continue to be your biggest draw for the critics, the marks, the casual, and the hardcore once again. We are the Fourth Wall Cast, found right here on the Fourth Wall Pop Network, and we are here to make it pop. Goodbye, and good night. Woo!
All right, guys, I'm out. All right, guys, I'll catch you later. All right, I'll see you later. Tomorrow. Too sweet, man. Too sweet.